Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our full moon forecast. So we have a full moon coming up on August 15th, 2019 at around 7.22 a.m. And this is in Austin, Texas. So it's going to vary um, across the country and also, of course, around the world. But if you are in the central time zone um, in, in North America, this full moon is going to be taking place on August 15th at around 7.22 a.m. And this full moon is taking place in the sign of Capricorn. And so keep in mind, I'm a Vedic sidereal astrologer. And so this is going to be different than a lot of the things you see on the internet if you're following Western astrology. Um, But what I encourage you to do is to look up a star app, some sort of planetary tracker and hold it up to the sky and see where the moon is sitting. And you'll see that it's sitting at the very late degrees of Capricorn, astrologically, astronomically. Okay. So Vedic astrology follows the precise placement of the planets. Capricorn is (laughs) one of my very favorite signs. Um, They're practical Okay, they're business oriented. They keep it real. They are extremely straightforward. They're dependable. They're consistent. Okay, they're steady. Now, they can also be kind of stuck in their ways and traditional and hard to convince and skeptical. Okay, they're extremely earthly people. Capricorns are in general. Capricorn is an earth sign and it's ruled by the planet Saturn. So it takes those Saturnine qualities, which are of course, like I was mentioning, consistent, stable, practical, and Saturn is also known for being a little rigid and restricting. Okay. So that's the sign of Capricorn, but then we always want to look at the nakshatra as well, especially for our new and full moons. And this is going to be taking place in the nakshatra of Danishta. Danishta nakshatra. Danishta is known, its symbol is a drum. It's called the star of symphony. Music, dancing, rhythm. And something that's particular about this nakshatra is that it's represented by a drum, as I mentioned. And a drum is a hollow instrument. It's also referred to as a bell, which is also hollow. And when we think about sound and rhythm, we hear it audibly, but we also feel music within our being. And we know that frequency and sound wave are so powerful and so much more happens beneath the surface that we're aware of. So it's a very powerful nakshatra and a very powerful concept. This full moon is a wonderful time to listen to music. Danishta is also about fame and wealth. It's a wonderful time for creative activities to go to concerts, to travel. I would recommend by car as of right now. Um, 
having a proactive attitude. Because of that fame and recognition, it's a great time to publish. If you've been wanting to publish a video, if you've been wanting to publish a book or a poem, if you've been wanting to present something that you've written on stage, anything that has to do with being seen in the public eye, Danishta is a great nakshatra for that. And this is a full moon as well. Full moon is when the moon is as bright as it can possibly be being receiving the light of the sun. And so referring back to those rhythms, to the rhythm of the drum and considering that emptiness of a drum or of a bell, how I interpret it is being in sync with the rhythm of life and the movement of the earth And then there's this idea of emptiness and spaciousness, but not necessarily perceiving it as something bad, right? I feel like sometimes we hear the word empty or space, and there's this feeling of loss or or lacking. And can we move with the earth and surrender to its rhythm And really work on developing, cultivating the idea of a parigraha. Okay, in yoga, we have this idea of a parigraha, and that's non-grasping, letting go. So we can receive and enjoy things as they are in the present moment and allow ourselves to know it's finite, right? Everything that we experience on this earth is not going to last forever. It's all temporary. And so I feel like this nakshatra is such a a beautiful reminder that the rhythm and the music and what's happening in the now is something to enjoy and revel in and, you know, get fame for if it's something that you're creating. And also it's a moment, it's a snap in time. And there will be new music. There will be new rhythm. There will be a new way to move. So what is happening for you now? What can you cultivate now? How can you make this finite, tiny moment great? Martin Luther King has a quote, and he said, if I cannot do something great, I can do something small in a great way. So how can you do that? without the idea of attachment or identity, right? Allowing it to be spacious and empty in a very full way. (laughs) All right. This full moon is not the best time to begin new relationships, right? The Nishta likes commitment to what's already there. So not beginning anything new. Um, And let's see... Wanted to be sure that I covered everything. Yeah. Maybe going to a concert with old friends or creating music, again, writing, anything creative. It's not the best time 
for, um, romance, uh, anything really frivolous. Um, this nakshatra really does appreciate practicality. And so I'm saying go to, go enjoy music, go enjoy dancing, which may sound frivolous, but perceiving it as the art that it is and recognizing it for the art that it is, is all that I'm going to say. All right. So that is the full moon. And this month in general, the month of August, isn't going to be the easiest for relationships. We have Venus, the sun, and Mercury all in the sign of cancer. And so cancer is this really sweet sign. Okay. And Today, actually, as I'm recording this, Mars is in Cancer as well. I'm recording this on August 9th. Um, or Mars moved into Leo in the early hours of the morning, I should say. But Mars has been in the sign of Cancer, making relationships very difficult, muddling communication, maybe sparking arguments. Now that Mars is moving into the sign of Leo, there may be this feeling of less appreciation, Okay, you may be wanting to be seen or recognized for something by your partner, and maybe you're not totally feeling it. Maybe you're feeling a little skeptical or a little critical of your partner. That's also going to be coming up as Mars moves into the sign of Virgo. So for the next few months, relationships in general are going to take a lot of communication. Does this mean that you're doomed? Absolutely not. No. Does this mean you're going to break up? No. This happens every year. Mars is going to move through these signs. It's just a time to be extra compassionate, be extra considerate, resist the urge to hide things, resist the urge to lie. There's going to be um, that desire, okay? Because if relationships are getting tough, if relationships are getting tricky, it's, sometimes we just want things to be easy. <laughs> and we might hide something beneath the rug. It might be like a white lie, or we might just not tell our partner where we're going or whatever. These things, as harmless as they are in the moment, can cause so much stickiness over time. It's a great time to be open, flat out, communication, honesty, authenticity. Okay. Very important time for that. Um, Jupiter is going to go direct on August 11th. Jupiter has been retrograde for the past several months in the sign of Scorpio, and it's finally going to go direct. When Scorpio, or excuse me, when Jupiter goes direct, it's going to bring clarity. I believe it's going to bring so much relief. Okay, it's going to begin giving you more of an idea of your path. Okay, depending on its placement, you may feel like, oh, okay, now I know what I want to do. There's going to be clarity in your opinion. There's going to be clarity in your choices, clarity in your direction. So this month is going to bring a lot of relief in that sense. Okay, and then moving through the year, through November and into January, things are going to begin to lighten up significantly. A meditation that I did want to share is Ego Eradicator. If you practice kundalini yoga, you probably know this one. It's a very popular meditation. And so this meditation heightens Mars energy. 
Okay. So if you are already feeling powerful and strong and moving forward, maybe you're feeling excess heat. This is, this may not be the best meditation to do, but if you've been feeling stuck, if you've been really feeling that Mars and cancer energy, it's difficult to move forward perhaps. And of course, Mars has moved into Leo. But if you're recovering from that and you're still feeling a little bit sluggish, if you are wanting to supercharge yourself for this Danishta moon, right, which is a wonderful time to create and get going and get moving, um, this is a wonderful meditation. And so how it's done is you give yourself two thumbs up. Okay. So create thumbs up with both of your hands, and then you'll hold your arms out shoulder width apart. So not straight up above your head, but at about a 60 degree angle. So your arms will be lifted. Your thumbs will be pointing up to the ceiling. You'll want to gently tuck your chin in and sit in a comfortable seated position. And so that can be sitting on your knees. It can be sitting cross-legged. Make sure that you're as comfortable as possible so that you're you're not fidgeting or thinking more about your discomfort, right? You want to be as comfortable as possible to be able to focus on your meditation. So getting seated, creating your thumbs up, holding them at about a 60 degree angle. You'll close your eyes and then you'll begin breath of fire. Breath of fire, the way that I was taught is it's kind of like panting. So panting like a dog, but then you'll seal your lips. So you'll actually be panting through your nose. And it can be very heating. It's going to heat up your body. And you'll do this for about a minute to three minutes. And it can be, again, heating or exhausting. So if you're new to kundalini yoga or these types of meditations, take a break, let yourself relax, come back to it. And after your one to three minutes of breath of fire, holding this posture, you're going to inhale deeply, hold it, bring your thumbs to touch right above your head. Okay, so your thumbs have been extended out at about 60 degrees. You'll inhale, hold the inhale, bring your thumbs to touch. And then you're going to imagine (laughs) that the energy is moving upwards through your body, all right, from the ground, moving up through your thumbs. And then you'll exhale, release your arms, release your breath, breathe naturally. And then I would recommend laying down and resting, especially if you're newer to Kundalini. It can be very activating. You're going to feel some energy move. Lay down, take a rest. Again, maybe one to three minutes, match it, and then get up and go on the rest of your day. And if you want to Google this, it's ego eradicator. So this is what I've got for the full moon. Hopefully it was helpful. My name is Christine Rodriguez. I am hopefully not open for any appointments. I think that I blocked them all off of my calendar, but um, I'll be having more readings starting next week. So if you'd like a reading with me, you can check out my website, innerknowing.yoga and schedule a consultation. Please feel free to email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. And please follow Astrology Now's very own Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. Thank you so much.